Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program brought to you, of course, by Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com. Now is the time to put your money into precious metals. We just saw the G20. They want a global digital currency that is for one purpose only, to track your finances. Gold can protect you. I trust the guys at Midas Gold Group. They've been with me a long time. Hundreds of my listeners and viewers are using Midas Gold Group. You should, too. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD, MidasGoldGroup.com. All right, tonight, tonight, today, I want to talk about the vaccines. Boy, oh, boy, what a disappointment these vaccines are. President Trump doubling down now again on his involvement in the vaccines. This is so disappointing for me because uh, I love everything the president has done except when it comes to the vaccines. Uh, So I'm going to talk about maybe some of the talking points President Trump could adopt where he doesn't sacrifice what he is proud of, and that is Operation Warp Speed. Uh, I believe President Trump was duped by the scientists inside government, especially by Dr. Fauci. And so um, we're going to talk about that. And then these new, quote, boosters, they don't want us calling them boosters anymore. They want us calling them updated vaccines or annual vaccines. Why? They don't like the idea that you need a booster to make the previous vaccines work. Why? Because the previous vaccines didn't work. Now, these latest vaccines... Basically, zero studies done on them, no human trials before pushing them to market. I've got the facts on this. And don't tell me 50 human beings is a valid study. It's not. It's an embarrassment. We're going to talk about that and play you all the clips that you need to see, including, by the way, the leader of the World Health Organization now admitting he did not have a vaccine. He has not gotten vaxxed. This is the guy pushing it on the world, this Dr. Tedros. So we will talk about that here as Stinchfield starts right now. Uncensored and unapologetic, this is Stinchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stinchfield. All right, folks, this is Stinchfield, the podcast, GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. If you're watching live, I appreciate it. If you're listening on the podcast, please spread it. Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find this. Please hit the subscribe button. Hit like on the video if you are. And, of course, GrantStinchfield.com. Sign up for the email list and all the addresses and, and links to how you can find me are at GrantStinchfield.com, including Stinchfield's Army merchandise. So I told you. These vaccines are troubling. How do I know the vaccines are troubling? You've got a guy who runs the World Health Organization, this this Dr. Tedros, who is telling the world to get vaxxed. The World Health Organization, a tyrannical organization that is all part of this New World Order scheme, he just admitted to a reporter that he is not vaxxed. And guess what? The mainstream media is not covering this at all. I'm here to tell you the mainstream media needs to be covering this story because I think it's one of the biggest stories of our time. Why isn't he vaxxed? Do you want to hear his excuse and then you tell me whether or not you believe him or not? Tedros, thank you so much for taking the thank time to you. be with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to ask you about your own vaccination. You got your first shot when? You know, still I feel like I know where I belong, in a poor country called Ethiopia, in a poor continent called Africa. 
and wanted to wait until Africa and other countries in other regions, low-income countries, start vaccination. So I was protesting, in other words, because we're failing. He's not vaxxed. The guy pushing the vaccine on the world isn't vaxxed. Do you think he's not vaxxed because he's protesting, because he wants to stand in solidarity with Ethiopia, who may be slow to get vaxxed? I don't even know if that's the case or not. That he says he, he wants to be in protest, stand in solidarity with the African country, so he's not going to get vaxxed until everybody in his country is? Do you believe that? I don't believe that. I don't believe that for an instant, folks. Not a chance in hell do I believe that that is the case. Here's why he's not vaxxed. He doesn't trust the vaccine. That's what I believe. That's my personal assessment. So he's going to use this excuse. Now, first off, you would think that the guy that is literally tyrannical about pushing this vaccine on the world would be vaxxed. That as, as an example to the rest of the world. But no, he's not. See, I've heard a lot of stories of these elites not being vaxxed. I've heard stories about Pfizer and Moderna executives not getting vaxxed. Why? Because they do not trust these vaccines, especially the the new vaccines. Now, what's interesting is Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, well, she basically just spelled out the whole scam of it all. Listen to Kathy Hochul talking about the new set of vaccines and acknowledging, no, admitting exactly what I have told you over the last three years, that the vaccines did not work, do not work, and there's no sign of them working. Tell everybody, don't rely on the fact that you had a vaccine in the past. It will not help you this time around. Wait a second. Don't rely on the vax. It will not help you this time around. You got to get the new booster because that's going to be the great golden chalice to health and safety. Give me a break, folks. So what about this new vaccine? Um, Apparently, only 50 adults were tested. Now, this is uh, going back to some of the documents that were released to Canadian investigators as they were going to approve this, which they did. Only one member of the FDA committed voted no on this, citing extremely limited data on the booster shot. So they said, no, we're not approving this. Listen to this, folks. Only 50 adults were tested with this newest version of the vaccine. There was no control group at all used, which is unheard of in science. And the study was conducted over 20 days. You tell me how you're going to figure out whether or not there's side effects to this vaccine over the course of 20 days with only 50 adults used and no control group to compare it against. This is medical malfeasance. It's medical fraud is what it is. It's medical malpractice is what it is. And the mainstream media, Big Pharma, is not telling you that they are perpetrating a fraud against you. Now, you want to do away with this fraud? Do away with these COVID liability waivers. You make the pharmaceutical companies subject to liability, subject to lawsuits, and this whole scheme goes away in a heartbeat. The moment you subject them to legal action for any side effects, for malfeasance, for malpractice with these vaccines, 
poof. The COVID vaccine massive push on all of us goes away in an instant. That I promise you. So the way I've assessed this is it's all risk and no benefit. We know that children are not affected by this. Let Listen to the Canadians talk about who they want vaccinated now. Individuals who are five years of age and older should receive one dose of the vaccine, regardless of the COVID-19 vaccination history. And children between six months and four years of age should receive two doses if they have not previously been vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine. And if they have been previously vaccinated with one or more doses, they should receive a single dose. You hear what she's saying? Listen to her. Individuals who are five years of age and older should receive one dose of the vaccine. That's you. And if you're a kid, young, they want you to get two doses of this. Why are they going to double up, give you a double shot? Give you a double shot of nonsense is what it is. So I believe this is all about money. I believe it's all about control. Lord knows what is in this thing. We still don't know all of the information about what's in the vaccine because they will not release it. That's a real problem for me if you're going to make a decision on things. You know, when you look at medicine today, there's no such thing as science anymore. Science used to be about, okay, let's talk about the study. Let's talk about the problems with the study. Maybe there are some, maybe there aren't. Let's talk about the reasons why we may get one outcome or the reasons of the way the study was conducted and the reasons why we may not get another outcome. Let's lay it all out there for all scientists to dissect and go through and research and then come to conclusions. We're not doing that anymore. We're pushing vaccines with 50 adults in 20 days. That's the only test. And it gets an emergency approval by the FDA and Canada and the European Union. Come on. That isn't right. And if you question now science in their eyes, you're labeled a heretic. They label you as misinformation. How dare you? In California, they'll even pull your doctor's license. That's not what science is about anymore. This is tyrannical in nature. And when I talk about tyranny, what do I tell you? I want you to think about putting some money into gold because all of this is evidence of what we're seeing in government, an overreaching, all-knowing government that wants to track every move you make when it comes to your finances. They can't track gold. So put money into a gun safe. Put money, bury it in your backyard, hide it in your grandmother's attic. Start hoarding gold. Midas Gold Group can help you do this. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. That's the number. I trust these guys. I know these guys personally. Hundreds of our listeners and viewers have used Midas Gold Group, and the reviews are through the roof. So please give them a visit. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. Don't wait. Don't wait until it is too late. All right, so they want us vaxxed, even though they call it science, but you're not allowed to question anything they say. You're not allowed to dissent to anything. You're not allowed to research the researchers, even though now they admit, yes, the vaccines do have side effects. Yes, they have caused problems, Dr. Fauci. Again, we have experience with this type of vaccine in billions of people. It's a safe vaccine. Of course, with the mRNA, there's a very, very, very low risk. First off, he said, of course. 
Of course, with the mRNA, there is a, he adds very low risk, but there is a risk. Particularly in young men of getting a myocarditis. But if you look at the risk of myocarditis from COVID itself is greater than the risk of the vaccine. So he's saying COVID causes the myocarditis. For the doctors I've talked to, they don't see that evidence that it's been the vaccine that has caused the myocarditis. I don't know if you're seeing myocarditis in unvaxxed individuals who had COVID. I haven't heard of any of those cases. They may be out there, but I haven't heard of them. Unvaxxed young men, young males who are getting myocarditis after having COVID. I don't see it, but I certainly have seen myocarditis and people with the cardiac arrest in young athletes prolific level, all of them being vaxxed at a rate much higher than pre-2020 before the vaccine. So Dr. Fauci basically admits here that he got the, that, that there are side effects to this vaccine. Excuse me. So Dr. Fauci admitting it. Now there are others out there who are regretting getting the vaccine. And I think these are These are important voices, the people that have been vaxxed and regret getting the vax. One of those people is um, uh, Megyn Kelly. You know, she used to be on Fox. Now she's got her own podcast going. And um, she regrets getting the vaccine. Listen to Megyn Kelly. I'm sorry I did it to myself. I've said this before, but I I regret getting the vaccine, even though I'm a 52-year-old woman, because... I don't think I needed it. I think I would have been fine. I'd got COVID many times and I, it was well past when the vac- vaccine was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Um, and then for the first time, I tested positive for an autoimmune issue at my annual physical. Mm. And I asked, I went to the best rheumatologist in New York and I asked her, do you think this could have to do with the fact that I got the damn booster and then got COVID within three weeks? And she said, yes, yes. I wasn't the only one she'd seen that with. A lot of people are telling that exact same story. So, again, these are anecdotal stories, but they need to be collected and saved, these these anecdotal stories. And it's important that they're collected and saved. Um, I want to show you the VAERS. This is the Vaccine Adverse Reporting System uh, as kept by the government. The reports come in not from individuals, but from medical professionals. Of any time there's an adverse reaction to the vaccine, it's not proven the vaccine caused it, but it is an adverse reaction that has occurred after the vaccine was given. This is uh, the events from 11 18 2022. Uh, VARES has stopped putting free field information into the public data for Europe and, and the UK, whatever that means. Um, This is uh, adverse COVID vaccine event reports through August 25th of 2023. 18,000 deaths. That is a grim milestone to reach. 18,000 deaths as uh, as a reaction, possibly a result of the COVID vaccine. 87,000 hospitalizations as a possible result of the vaccine. 117,000 urgent care situations as a result of the vaccine. 195,000 doctor visits. 
2,459 anaphylaxis and 6,255 Bell's palsy incidents. You know, Bell's palsy is when your face droops down. Uh, my very, very good buddy, Jeff Nolan, I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning his name, fabulous guy, another John Jay High School grad. Uh, he had a symptom of Bell's palsy when he had Lyme's disease um, back when we were in high school. That's when your face, half of it gets paralyzed. He had made a full recovery, but we were so mean. We used to make him laugh while he was eating his lunch in the cafeteria, and he would laugh, and then his food's falling out because he had half his face paralyzed. But really isn't a joking situation, unless, of course, you're 16-year-olds, and you think it's very funny to make food fall out of your friend's mouth. Um, but really... This, the, the real story here is that when you talk about the vaccine adverse reporting system and now we have gone over 18,000 possible deaths as a result of this vaccine and the media does not want to talk about it. No one is asking questions. The government's not asking questions. Where is the CDC? Where is the FDA? They are MIA, except they're at their uh, teller online at their bank to make deposits for all the money they're making off of this. Uh, that's a sad, sad reality of the situation that we are in right now. All right, I want to play a little bit of President Trump because President Trump is having a real hard time staying away from talking about the vaccine. I remember when he came to Dallas, he was with Bill O'Reilly on their tour that they were doing, and I went to see him. This is a couple years ago, and he brought up the vaccine. This is just when he was just out of office. He brings up the vaccine, and he gets booed. And I said to myself, this is not good. I put together a basically a dossier of all the conservative outlets that were against the vaccine, raising questions about the vaccine, and I got it to his people, and his people got it to him, and he looked at it, and I'm not taking credit for this, but I do think I played a role in President Trump not talking about the vaccine for a while. But President Trump is very proud of Operation Warp Speed. And really for a feat of government, it, it is to be proud of because you push through something in record time and it had been something that no one had ever been able to do before. The problem is what got pushed through in record time was not the goods that President Trump was sold on. President Trump was told you're going to get a vaccine that's going to save lives, not cost them. You're going to get a vaccine that's going to prevent people from getting ill and sick, not cause them to get ill and sick. He was sold a bill of goods that he wasn't expecting. Yet still he buys in, apparently buys in to the benefits of this vaccine, even in the face of all of the negatives and all of the smart people that are speaking out against this. It's going to cause a dilemma for the Democrats because the Democrats are so pro-vaccine. And here you have president. What are you going to do? You're going to slam them on the vaccine or not slam them on the You know, this is rough. Where it will hurt President Trump is with his base. Now, he's so far ahead of the others. You don't have to agree with your candidate on everything. Okay? And I tell people this all the time. There are places I diverge from President Trump on. Not a lot of places. But this is one of them. Okay. I try to make my case. He makes his case. Overall, in the scheme of things, President Trump is the guy. He's the only one that can take us back to the promised land of American greatness. So I'm going to play you this clip with Megyn Kelly, of all people, 
of President Trump explaining why he's so proud of this. But before I do that, I want to tell you about my friends over at Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use the promo code grant for free activation. I have a Patriot Mobile phone. I love my Patriot Mobile phone. And most of all, I love knowing that my money goes to a company that supports the things I support. Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative Christian wireless provider. Okay, they believe in Judeo-Christian values, freedom of speech, religious liberty, sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our gun rights. That They believe in supporting our first responders and our cops and our military. They believe in the flag and the greatness of America. Why wouldn't you support a company who believes in those things instead of giving your money to the woke cell phone companies? So what I want you to do is call them at 878-PATRIOT. Use promo code GRANT, as I said, for that free activation. And when you call them, ask them about their performance guarantee because it's great, like no other cell phone company. That's a huge plus. You can stay with the network that you're on but stop supporting the woke companies. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant, promo code grant for free activation. Give them a shout-out today. Call them. Get on board with Patriot Mobile. Do it. All right. President Trump with Megyn Kelly. But I have people on the other side, I don't, not my side, although probably there's some on my side too. They said, you saved 100 million people because I got it done in nine months as opposed to five years to 12 years. A lot of people. You're say, proud of it. No, I'm not proud of it. I'm saying what Democrats think. Democrats. You, I get it. I mean, and I'm not, and I'm I'm not, not somebody I'm who not, denies some of the good yeah, that the vaccines yeah. did. I, I lived through that too. But yeah. of course, a lot of people have been vaccine injured. And that's one of the questions. Those people are mad that they were rushed through and that they can't sue. Well, I never gave mandates, and people have to make up their own, you know, make their own decision. As far as I'm concerned, now some places had mandates, had very strong mandates, uh, largely Democrat governors, and probably some Republicans, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, President Trump comes back to rescue himself, saying, "I'm not for mandates. Everyone should make their own decision of what they're going to put in their bodies," and that is a good talking point. There are going to be those people who are going to be upset that he's not recognizing that Dr. Fauci and Deborah Burks and the rest of these clowns pushed a bill of goods on us that they could not deliver on. Number one, that the vaccine worked. It doesn't work. When you see Jill Biden come down with COVID after she's been vaxxed and boosted 61 days to Sunday, how are you telling me this thing works? When you tell me that those who are vaxxed have a four times greater chance of getting COVID than the unvaxxed do, How are you telling me the vaccine works? It doesn't. What I would like to see President Trump say is, I was told and promised the vaccine would be be great. I was told it would work. And it may have saved lives at the beginning. I don't know. I'm very troubled by the outcome of this vaccine and the vaccine injuries that I'm seeing. I'm angry with Dr. Fauci and Deborah Burks and the rest of them that told me this was... The gold standard. I want to hold these people accountable. I want to get to the bottom of what really happened. I did what I do. I pushed it through in record time, trusting government. Well, I've learned now that the deep swamp is real. They're willing to profit off of all of us. That'll never happen again. Maybe that's a better answer for President Trump. It would make me feel better that he realizes that he was duped by these people. Um... But again, he was so invested in it, it's hard for him. So I give him somewhat of a pass on this. And as long as he's not for mandates, I guess in the end, 
You believe whatever you want to believe. You want to believe the vaccines are good. Fine. You're not looking at the science. But there are Democrats that say, why aren't you talking about that? It's one of the, they really believe strongly. One said, you say, and this is very smart people. They said, you saved 100 million people worldwide. Uh, in 1917, you know, they, it could have been as much as 100 million. It ended the First World War because all the soldiers were dying of, of this horrible disease of 1917. You know, it actually ended the First World War. The soldiers were dying. They were on the lines. They're fighting and they're dying of this horrible disease. They said, you might have saved 100 million people, 50 million people. Why aren't you talking about it? I said, I'm not talking about it. But what I did do is I got something done for that specific thing. I also got Regeneron and I got a lot of therapeutics done, which were great. I also got the robes and the leather and the rubber and all of the different things, the ventilators. Mm -hmm. We did a tremendous job, and it's never, you know, they appreciated what I did with the economy. I got a lot of good marks on economy. I got a lot of good marks on a lot of things, rebuilding the military, getting rid of ISIS, uh, the biggest tax cuts in history. Uh, Supreme Court. I never got, I think, the credit that I deserved I, on COVID. Oh, boy. Mr. President, I love this man. I really do. But there's a reason why your people are telling you not to talk about it. You can't take credit on a vaccine that doesn't work. I understand you got it through in record time. Your business prowess is what allowed that to happen. But it didn't work. And so um, this makes me in many respects sad because I love this man. I really do. That's true. There's no doubt about it. I love this man. I'm so grateful for what he has done for our country with our country. I believe he's going to do the same thing again to make us great. But this vaccine was bad. It was bad. And a lot of people were duped, injured, died because of it, have now long ailments because of it. And I think the risk is greater taking this vaccine uh, than not taking it. You know, going back to these studies, by the way, folks. So as I said, they only use 50 adults, no control group, 20 days. It was something like they, they use it in mice, a bunch of freaking mice, but not humans. Um, the FDA member voted no. One FDA vote member voted no because of, quote, extremely limited data. Yet all the other FDA members pushed this next variant of this COVID vaccine through. They've done zero studies on pregnant women, yet they're asking you, if you're pregnant, to get this vaccine. Zero studies on pregnant women. They did no studies on children over six years old. None. None. We know that COVID is not affecting kids. These, these kids don't need it. And yet they're going to push these mask mandates back on us. They're going to do all of this stuff and push it hard on us. So what I want to do now is I want to go back to a segment that I did with Dr. McCullough talking about the vaccine and where we're at with mask mandates. And I want to replay it because it's important to see what is going on here. Uh, so with that, check this out. I will make this declaration. Totalitarianism is too dangerous to be tolerated. So how do you push back against that threat of totalitarianism? It is very easy. You simply reject it. You do not comply with it. 
It's far easier to reject totalitarianism than it is to reject any kind of virus, even COVID, because it's up to us to push back on all of this stuff. So after watching the media over the weekend, watching them freak out about Trump just skyrocketing in the polls, still on a quest to take back the White House and one that looks like it's going to be pretty successful, they start the fear mongering, the fear porn about the COVID virus and the new strains. And now here is what you are going to see. You're going to see lockdowns. You are going to see new vaccine and mask mandates. They talk about this stuff openly. You will see mail-in ballots again if they get their way. You'll see these illegal drop boxes again if they get their way. See, we can push back on all of this if we together say, I will not comply. So now we know there are two new strains of this virus that have come out. Uh, The media, of course, is freaking out over them. Watch this. A summer spike in COVID-19 cases has caused a rise in hospital admissions and deaths nationwide. Elaine Keanu reports health officials are suggesting Americans mask up this holiday weekend. In Los Angeles, cases have doubled in the last month, with nursing homes hit hard. There have only been a few times in the past year and a half when we saw this many. So, you see, they go right out of the bat. Hospitalizations, cases up. The reality is hospitalizations are up about 24%. But do you know they are still half of what they were when Joe Biden himself declared the pandemic over? So what is this all about? Marjorie Taylor Greene summed it up this way. Then we may have lockdowns. Are we They're blocking lockdowns? roads everything. Of course they are. Then we're going to have more COVID to increase mass hysteria and fear. They need people distracted. And I'll go back to why. The border's wide open. Bidenomics is is destroying people's ability to pay their bills. They're putting us into a war that may lead to World War III. They cannot win on these policies. They're locking up their top political opponent, President Trump, who we remember four years with President Trump as some of the greatest years in America. And now the head of the... I would say we are in a time of war. And what happens during time of war? Well, The government then becomes the arbiter of what you should believe, what is true, what's not. See, during peacetime, they don't really have this luxury. No one cares what the government has to say. But during a time of war, and we are at war right now, we're at war with the virus. And they're, of course, at war with us. So they become the arbiter of what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And government takes control because it thinks it can win that way. It can't. So I'm looking at hospitals. Many of them around the country have already started to institute these pandemic policies with the masks and the vaccine mandates and checking your temperatures and all of this stuff. You've got some companies that are already going down this road. Lionsgate Films has. I'm happy to say that college in Atlanta we told you about backed off of the mask mandate. Uh, Morris Brown College. Now, why did it back off? I believe it backed off because of all of you. All of us together saying, we're not going to do this. We will not comply. That has to be the battle cry. It has to be the mantra. And we have to have that battle cry being screamed in numbers. You know who agrees with me, of course? President Trump does. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, 
and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Hear these words, we will not comply. And there's a reason why we will not comply, because we don't like totalitarianism. It's not about public safety anymore. Look, nine out of 10 of the COVID deaths occurred amongst people that were over 65 years old. And of those deaths, the majority were either people that were obese and over 65, and even more than that, had other comorbidities, including obesity. So if you're a healthy individual under the age of 65, you're really not at risk of dying from this. Yeah, you might get sick. You might have like flu-like symptoms. These latest strains appear to be like the cold. Okay, we've dealt with that before. I saw another study that said, quote, there is no consistent relationship between K through 12 in-person education and the spread of the virus. No consistent relationship. So lawmakers now have to do their job, specifically lawmakers at a federal level as well. If you're going to be an airline or a public transportation company or a public university that's taking government money, any organization that's taking government money, and you institute any of these mandates, pulling funding from you. That'll send a message and a shot across the bow very, very quickly. But the media is so afraid of us saying no to all of this, saying no to the masks, they're putting the pressure on here, CBS. How concerned should we be? Well, I think we ought to take note of it because there has been some spillover into hospitalizations. Some hospitals are reinstating mask mandates. People who are older, who have underlying chronic medical conditions, who are immune compromised and who are pregnant. We ought to get those masks out again to protect ourselves. Folks, the masks don't work, okay? I want you to look at this article from the Epic Times. It's absolutely fabulous. I put it on my Twitter. Stinchfield 1776. More than 150 comparative studies and articles on mask ineffectiveness uh, and, and the harms that it does. 150 studies that the masks do not work. Over and over again. Now, over at CNN, this guy's smirconish. I never liked this guy. But I'll give him a thumbs up when he does something good. He interviewed Dr. Fauci over the weekend, and he finally asked Dr. Fauci legitimate questions like, what do you say? The masks don't work. What do you respond to all of these studies, including this Cochrane study, which is the premier study, saying the masks don't work? Well, he asked Dr. Fauci about that. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist, who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference. He told the journalist Mayan Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on. What about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality surgical or cloth masks? Makes no difference. None of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. I'm calling bullcorn on it all. First off, what Dr. Fauci does there is a really sleight of hand trick. There are studies, but he doesn't name the studies. This is like a high school debate team trick. 
There are no studies. I can't find them that says, oh, masks are great. Masks work. Masks stop the spread. Over and over again, everything I look at says, says they don't stop the spread. And he talks about the individual, but they look at the group. Well, every study I've ever seen, you take a group of masked people, you take a group of unmasked people, and then you compare the rates of infection and death and all of those things. You take the group and the group. People either get sick or they don't get sick. There's no individual. So there's no way to measure the individual. But he's doing this to make an end run around the truth to dupe, of course, all the blind liberal zombies who fall for this stuff. I would like to just remind Dr. Fauci of one very important so-called expert who said masks do not work. Remember this guy? Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Now, I would have loved to have seen Smirkanish approach Dr. Fauci with that. How do you explain that? Look, I am the least scientific guy in America, but I'm great at simplifying things. You take a cigarette and you inhale it through a mask. Guess what? You're going to get a puff of smoke and you exhale it through a mask. That smoke is going to go right through the mask and the virus particles are smaller than smoke. I don't need to be a doctorate in immunology to figure all this out. The masks do not work. Joining me now, world-renowned cardiologist and epidemiologist, who's a lot smarter than I am when it comes to this stuff. He has, of course, the author of the book, Courage to Face COVID-19. Dr. Peter McCullough is back with us. Doc, it is great to see you. Grant, great to see you. I tell you, you're ready for your graduate degree in epidemiology. That was a great monologue. <laughs> you like my, my study of taking a cigarette and just, just sucking it through the mask, Doc? I tell you, you are right on. The Cochrane meta-analysis really was conclusive. Uh, public masking doesn't work. Even the CDC says we only need to wear masks when we enter respiratory isolation for really any acute respiratory illness. Uh, I saw a patient today with covid in the office, I didn't wear a mask. He wasn't wearing a mask. And, and we have our usual ways that we handle it now. The virucidal nasal sprays and washes are working so good. That's what we, we should be talking about. We should be talking about masks and people should be using iodine or xylitol-based uh, sprays you know, and gargles. They work terrific. You know, Dr. McCullough, I've interviewed you, I don't know, dozens, dozens of times. And what always amazed me about you, and I've told you this before, you cite the study after you tell me some important fact. You notice Dr. Fauci doesn't cite any studies. He says, oh, there's studies, but he doesn't cite the studies. I think that's by design because maybe there aren't any. It's true. That's what Scott Atlas says in his book. Scott said that for month after month, Fauci showed up completely unprepared. And, and people have greatly overestimated his expertise in his scholarship. He, he's trying to stick to, to some type of talking point. He can't do it. That's the reason why he's so inconsistent. If he just stuck with the data, if he, if he stayed with his original statement about masks not working, it would have been fine. We wouldn't have had this complete craze in America over public masking. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to tell him, hey, Dr. Fauci, don't you feel vindicated? Your original statement was true all along, but uh, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's going to do that. And he's not going to be interviewed by me anytime soon, I'm sure. Um, hey, I always read Courage Discourse. This is your uh, your Substack. I get the emails every day. Um, I saw an email today that in April of 2021, the CDC by that time had received 
hundreds of of situational um, of deals where uh, myocarditis was being called into question by some of the most premier hospitals and doctors across the country. It appears they tried to hide this in this lawyer, uh, Ed Berkowitz, um, through Freedom of Information, got hundreds of these things. What do you make of this? Would they really be hiding that the vaccine, the vaccine caused myocarditis? It's true. It appears as if the CDC very early on was involved in a cover-up. They were trying to uh, they were trying to suppress this concern that cardiologists had that the vaccines were causing myocarditis. Remember, a few months later, the FDA came out and said the vaccines caused myocarditis. The FDA, in its October 22nd, 2020 briefing session, on the slide said they expected the vaccines to cause myocarditis, among other conditions. So our government agencies trying to suppress an important safety signal, which ultimately led to untold number of cardiac arrests will be something I think investigators will be looking into for for many months, if not years to come. All right. So you work at the CD, you look at the CDC in a possible cover up. It seems like they may have been working hand in hand with the drug companies because you had another piece out that Pfizer may have concealed mortality rates from their trials. How do they get away with this? Yeah, there's an analysis, a very important one out Uh, that analyzed the Pfizer trials program. And what they did is when they were wrapping up uh, the the clinical trials, they submit a briefing booklet, and the briefing booklet has a data cutoff, so they can print the booklet. Well, what happened is that the data cutoff was set, the briefing booklet was printed, then more people died of the Pfizer vaccine after the data cutoff. And so when they got to the FDA meeting and the presentation was made with the course slides, they didn't tell the FDA that more people died with Pfizer. And so in the end, when all this information now is available, there was uh, over a threefold increased cardiovascular mortality with Pfizer compared to placebo. If that was known at the time of the FDA meeting, and, and, and part of this is Pfizer's fault, but it's also the people on the committee. I've been on these committees myself and I can tell you, we always ask for more data. How many more events happened after the data cutoff? No one asked that. And if they would have, the vaccines never would have been approved. We would have said, wait a minute, you can't have a threefold increased risk in cardiac death with a new vaccine. But in fact, nobody asked and the vaccines came on the market. Doc, I believe this is the biggest crime perpetrated against humanity. And the more I look into it, it may have been purposeful to the fact of the cover up. The cover up was purposeful. They may have gone into it with well intentions. I don't know. But the cover up certainly seems purposeful. It's true. We see evidence of this over and over again. In fact, some of the emails between uh, CDC Walensky and NIH Fauci and Collins Uh, when the vaccines were failing, they're wide open failing in January of 2021, it looked as if they were going to be involved in a cover-up. They had picked, they have chosen a vaccine-only strategy. And as the vaccines were found to be unsafe and not working, they stuck with the vaccines. And you know that's the case, Grant, because today we still have vaccines today. Biden in the last two weeks said that there's a vaccine that every person in America should should take. And their vaccines coded against XBB 1.5. It's less than 5% of strains. Now they're not going to hit the EG5 and FL variants, which are causing the mild cases today. This vaccine campaign has been a debacle. Yeah, and, and the proof is, and I wish her well, 
But the first lady, Jill Biden, now has COVID. She's vaccinated twice, like six boosters to her name. And she comes down with COVID, which I don't know if you need any more proof than that. Just to rest everyone's mind at ease, Dr. McCullough, before I let you go, because I've run out of time. These latest two strains that are going around, I know cases are up. How concerned do people really need to be about this? Yeah, I'm not concerned at all. They're very mild. We're, we're treating them easily. You know, these hospitalized cases are not adjudicated. These are people probably coming in for other problems, and they happen to test positive, and they're counted as COVID cases. We're not seeing uh, large numbers of people on the ventilator. Uh, early treatment works. McCullough protocol and other similar protocols. We start with the virucidal nasal sprays and washes. Everybody should have this. They should have their home treatment plan ready and start treatment immediately with the onset of symptoms, people are going to get through it just fine. Yeah, well, uh, that is very, very good news. Dr. Peter McCullough, it is always a pleasure to talk to you. I appreciate you being a, uh, a real voice of truth out there when there are so few of them. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. All right, there you have it. Open your eyes, ask questions, do your own research. Don't trust the media. Don't trust government. Trust people you know you can trust because you've done your research and they have a history of being right. My history, 95% correct. 5% of the time I get it wrong, I admit it. Though my team has run the numbers, they say now it's more like 1%. But I'm going to stay with 5%. I don't want to be overly cocky. 5%. It's going to do it for us, folks. Stinchfield.com. GrantStinchfield.com. GrantStinchfield.com. Please sign up for the email list. All the links to subscribe to the podcast, Spotify, you name it, Apple, anywhere you find your podcast. And, of course, the Rumble channel. Uh, We're live streaming on Getter and Rumble now all the time. So that's great. Keep an eye out for that. And, uh, and of course, don't forget my friends over at MyPillow. Uh, Mike Lindell can use your help. MyPillow.com. I just got a huge order. I should have brought it up. A whole box full of Giza sheets for the guest room, for my son's room, and another set for my room. I love these Giza sheets. Use the promo code GRANT for, like, up to 50% off, sometimes more on some of these products. Unbelievable deals. Promo code GRANT. MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Pay them a visit. Again, parallel economy. Make it happen. I so appreciate all of you watching, listening today. Hit like on this. Share the video. Subscribe to the podcast. Stinchfield's Army rolls because of you. We will see you tonight on The Real America's Voice Show.